We are live. Uh, welcome to Very Good Discussion, where we recap a very good show every week. And uh, that's pretty much all we talk about is very good show. This is uh, sort of a show in the very good show universe. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's why that's why I put it on our YouTube. I said, fuck Blind Mike Project. It's about time I get yeah. mine, you know? Yeah, so people are noticing. I mean, the last episode was titled Very Good Show. We're now on the Very Good Show YouTube. This is pretty much just Craig taking over without any... I have no power anymore. <laughs> I've lost all control. You can fix it if you want. No, it's all right. We were taken we off YouTube. We're bad boys. That's true. They can't handle, um, they can't handle uh, Quincy. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand it. We've watched Quincy every week, and they decided this week, you're not allowed. You're, you're stealing from uh, Jack Klugman and the boys at NBC. Maybe it was because it was a femur bone. And they were like, this is too it was much. All, it was all very suspicious. Quincy was recreating man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that was... If you missed if you missed that episode of Quincy, it was maybe the best one. <laughs> make sure, folks. Make you gotta go. You gotta, you gotta go to patreon.com slash blind mic. You can find that an easier way to find that is blindmike.net. That's where uh, you can find the Patreon and our merchandise. But my Twitter, don't you, forget. Craig's Twitter is on there, all the important stuff. But if you'd rather support the show for free, then uh, we make it easy there for you as well. You can find the links to the podcast. The YouTube, get those YouTube numbers up and uh, support the show for free in that way, if you wouldn't, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, but yes, we, uh, this is a very good show production. We've got important business to get to today. But uh, first, I'll ask, how was your uh, Wilbur experience? It was great. How was yours, Mr. Stand-Up I Superstar? Mean, yeah, we pretty much covered it on KMS, so I don't know how much more I have to say about it. But the one thing I did find funny is like the complaint or the criticism, whatever, that I got is um, like I didn't talk enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the fact, hey, I couldn't hear or see, which well, try and get Helen Keller to do that shit. You think <laughs> she was a miracle worker. <laughs> I was I was on a stage where I couldn't hear or see. But um, we pretty much covered all that. But the other thing is, like, it's a fun thing to criticize. But also, like, if I talked a noticeable amount, I don't think people would love that. No. <laughs> I think you're there for a pretty obvious reason. It's the Kirk Minahan show. So if I'm like, hey, cut the, uh, cut the song here, boss. I've got a few zingers to throw in. <laughs> what we can talk about from the show that I don't think you've discussed yet was Steve's a liar guy shaking your hand. And it was the best. I saw it coming from a mile away. That's on him. That's a hundred percent on him. I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He, he shook Justin's hand. He walked over, he shook Dave's hand and I went, Oh yeah. no. And he walked <laughs> over to you. You weren't even looking in his direction. And he just grabbed Proof. your hand. <laughs> Proof. I have, I had no clue what was happening on that stage. <laughs> There's pictures of Kirk fucking leaping off balconies and like a, a goddamn superhero. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, people were there for, uh, they were two there for two things. They were there for K and C, Kirk and Craig, I say. Yep. They were there exactly. for, to watch Kirk's performance and take a picture with Craig. No one took pictures. Menners did, but that was about it. Yes. Oh, that was it? I think so. Oh, good. That's that's gotta be a difficult like people will probably get nervous to even go up to you too. It's like, oh the ooh. Dude. Craig and Menners, Craig and Menners are here. I was trying to like stay off to the side. Menners was getting like, oh my God, I'm a huge fan. Let me take a picture with you from people. It's very, very strange. It's a strange world. <laughs> it was enjoyable to watch. 
but yeah, it was fun. It was pretty, I mean, it, like, like I said, it was an awesome experience just to get to be a, a very small part of, but yeah, I think if I, uh, talked more cause it wasn't the podcast, so it's not like I'd be talking a lot, but the one that I knew things were going to go poorly was when they had the kid up there to read the poem. Yeah. And I couldn't hear a word of the poem. I heard that it was about uh, Mrs. Warthog. So I was able to gauge some sort of context from that. I couldn't really hear what the poem was. And then when it was done, Kirk turns to me and says something. (laughs) I could tell (laughs) he was looking for my reaction. And I go, Oh yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Cause I don't want to keep saying what? Huh? <laughs> so I just reacted the way I thought I was supposed to. And I could tell he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> did you go? Uh, yep. Yes, I did. <laughs> just start yeah. random. Oh yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that was, uh, that's when I knew it wasn't good, but all things considered, like I said, you're not there for me. So it was a pretty, Wild time. I think I saw a video of Portnoy saying like, I was not expecting that. It's like, I mean, I said this on the show, but I've been to a million shows at the Wilbur and it's always, I mean, I'm usually there to see stand up, but anytime I've seen like a live podcast, it's the guys in the podcast sitting on stools doing the regular show. Plus maybe some type of crowd work. That was a, that was a, a Broadway performance essentially, you know, that was crazy. Yeah. But, Came out the gates hot, and then yeah. uh, and then Dave kind of threw some cold water on it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> when the second you weren't at the second show, were you? No, I wasn't. I was like, boy, this is well rehearsed. You guys really nailed the second show. They nailed it <laughs> flawlessly. <laughs> so yeah, it was a uh, good time, and hope everyone was that was there. It seemed like everyone enjoyed themselves. So very good. Well, the fun, the, the good thing about even though Dave was messing up, it was funny. <laughs> so. Right, that's kind of the you know the beauty of it is right. that you can't really lose in that department because then you just make fun of Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so a great time had by all. I don't think I have much to add because we talked about it on KMS. So if you have any comments uh, or questions, feel free to leave them in the comments. But um, I mean, we've got some some big stuff to get to today. Oh, huge. There wasn't a lot in the news, so, uh, you know, shame on me. This is a couple weeks old now. This podcast came out a couple weeks ago, and uh, a couple people messaged me about it, and were like, you got to cover this. And so I'll be completely honest about Sammy Gravano on The Fighter and the Kid with Brendan Schaub and Brian Cowan. Oh, worlds are colliding. Could I have dreamed of a, a better <laughs> podcast combination? I don't think so, actually. <laughs> but... All things considered, it wasn't that bad. And that's mostly because Sammy's a good talker. Not even so much a good talker as just like he has an interesting story to tell. And he has, you know, a lot of stories. So that made it not that bad to listen to. But there are a lot of moments that are uh, quite douchey, I would say. In this, for sure. Yeah. So we'll we'll get to all of those as well as... Sammy the Bull has some... Oh, boy. <laughs> so the reason he's on The Fighter and the Kid is to promote this miniseries he's doing. Yes. I can't make heads or tails of what this is because they're promoting it on the podcast that's coming out July 6th. Then he made a video on his YouTube saying, I'm very, I'm terribly sorry. It's going to be out July 11th. He goes, I had them take some things out. He, <laughs> this is. I don't think I sent you this one. 
but Sammy made a video where he goes, uh, it, it's going to be delayed. They tell me the tech crashed. And I said, uh, what was my son in the car? Is he all right? <laughs> And I'm like, Sammy, let's not do bits. <laughs> but, but yeah, he said the tech crash. He can't, he can't figure it out. So uh, it's going to be delayed till July 11th. Then the July 11th, something happened. I don't, it's not out yet is the long and short of it. And I also can't figure out where it's coming out. Is he just releasing it on YouTube? According to IMDB, this series doesn't exist. So that's interesting to try and figure out. But it says I think it's coming out on his website. I think in the trailer it's uh, it's probably but why do you have you, to pay do you have to pay for it? I don't know, I'll have to look into it in a minute here. Yeah. Well put it this way, I don't think you're getting sag any of the actors are getting sag benefits out of this. Well, um you never know. We'll get to a clip that <laughs> he talks about maybe some awards and <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he does have high hopes for this. So we'll get to that. Um oh real quick though, before we get into that whole uh rigmarole um i watched andrew schultz's special that came out this week and your thoughts i liked it a lot <laughs> i really liked it uh so we talked last week about the you know some controversy did he steal that like harry potter abortion joke which again i don't think it is if you want to say maybe it's lazy because it was kind of around on on the internet that's fine but i don't think he's a joke thief i also never think if you have one example of someone then I think it's probably just parallel thinking because what are the odds they stole one joke and then built an hour on their own? It doesn't just doesn't make any sense that they would do that. Unless Sammy Schumer and it's word for word, right? (laughs) But well, that's my point is people that say Amy Amy Schumer stole jokes have a litany of examples. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think uh, Andrew Schultz stole one line from the internet and then just put the rest of the work in himself. Um, but, you know, like a visionless Dave, I'm sure we'll disagree with that. But uh, either way, I lo- I watched it. I really liked it. He's gotten a lot better at stand-up. And it's like a it, the way he did it, it was a good show to watch. Like they had the, the crowd was very hot. You could tell he put a lot of work, to, a lot of work into it. Um, so I thought it was a good special. I honestly thought it might be the second best special that's come out in 2022 after Joe list this year's material. Didn't uh, Louis come out this year? Uh, I think it was December. Oh, right on the yeah. line there. So, Caveat. Yeah. So I leave, uh, I, I like Schultz a lot. I, I recommend it. Apparently it was Amazon that, um, cause we were talking last week that we weren't sure who the streamer was. Apparently it was Amazon, um, that he had to buy it back from. So if you're not aware, Amazon bought Schultz's special and then told him to cut a few jokes out and a few subjects out and he didn't want to. So he bought it back from them and I guess he's tripled his money. He put out a video today saying uh, people were asking if I made my money back. We tripled it apparently. And that's only in the first few days that it's been out. So good for him. Amazon. Everyone's got to take the Netflix approach to things and just go with it and just ignore the feedback at the beginning because it goes away. Yeah, that's well, yeah, I don't know why I'm surprised Andrew Schultz would deal with Amazon at all because a a lot fewer people are going to see it there, you know, and Andrew Schultz kind of built the model of putting it on YouTube and letting people see it. Now he's at the point probably where he's like, I just want a payday. 
you know, I've done enough shit on my own. I'd like someone to pay me for my work finally. Um, but I'm surprised, like he has a relationship with Netflix. They're obviously more open to letting stuff go with Chappelle and Gervais and stuff like that. So I'm surprised he made a deal with Amazon to begin with. Cause you know, I know of a, f- a couple comics that have specials on Amazon. None that I've heard of. You know what I mean? Like I know Santino has one on there cause I'm a Santino fan. Gaffigan. But I've never heard it talked about. Oh, does Gaffigan have one on there? I believe is. See, I don't even know that. Like I wouldn't think to look for it on there. I believe one of his last two was on Amazon. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to get more in the game, but it seems like the way of the world now is put it out on your own. Um, like obviously Joe List, Shane Gillis, Mark Normand. Uh, Stav- Stavros put out his special like a month ago. It already has almost 3 million views. No shit. Which I didn't think, I didn't realize he had that much of a, uh, of a following. Was he but- still with Cumtown when he put it out? He was technically, yes. So there you go. Yeah. I'm going to have to catch up on the latest Cometown. I don't know how. It's not, the, it's not Cometown anymore. It's the Adam Friedland show, which that's, is that's right. a funny approach. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah. Good for Schultz. I would check that out. Um, although you do have to pay for it. So I don't know. If you're already a Schultz fan, I would recommend it. But uh, Infamous is what it was called. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something else I wanted to get into before we the Joe Rogan shooting homeless people. Yeah. I didn't even really care about that. Rogan made a joke. So Rogan had cigar on and uh, they made some joke about shooting homeless people, obviously kidding and variety and other outlets tried to run with it and say, look, look what Joe Rogan's doing. And then you have the other side saying like, he made some comment about Trump, this piece of shit. It's like, just stop. Stop writing about Joe Rogan. Like, I don't understand. It. The guy does a podcast. You don't have to react to every fucking thing he says. Why do they feel the need to, though? Is it because he's so popular? Because I clicked on it, and I'm sure a lot of other people did. You know, <laughs> like if you see Joe Rogan did some dumb thing that they're bitching about, it's such a hot button issue now, which they made, by the way. You guys like Neil Young made it an issue that people are going to click on. Um, so they'll put Joe Rogan's name in an article on a much smaller scale. They do it with Bill Burr every once in a while, you know, Burr will say something about the vaccine or abortion or whatever, and they'll try to put his name in a headline. Chappelle's obviously another one. If one of these guys says something, then they know it's going to get clicks. So they just try to shoehorn it in there. Now, the idea of a conversation between Joe Rogan and Tom Segura being newsworthy is astonishing but apparently it is now but i didn't really care too much about it i like forgot about tom segura um well i mean he quietly makes enough money to have a private jet so i feel like he's doing all right no i feel like he is doing fine but because everyone moved and bert's always on the road now so he's never really on rogan anymore except for obviously just was i was like oh yeah i forgot he was a thing you know what's funny is um I, I, I don't know. I must have done this subconsciously. I don't listen to uh, like Two Bears, One Cave anymore. I don't listen to your mom's house that often anymore. Me either. And I don't know if it's because I've started doing Who Are These Podcasts? And they hate those guys. <laughs> so I wonder if on a subconscious level, they ruined those podcasts for me. But those are the, like, they'll go after a lot of people. And the ones I don't agree with, they hate Kreischer. They hate Bobby Lee. Like they say, Bobby Lee's terrible on podcasts, and I don't 
agree with them at all, really. I think I he's pretty funny on podcasts. I don't agree with that. There's someone on Tiger Belly that I really hate, though. It's not Bobby Lee. I've noticed that. Yeah, we're not going to get into that today. Let's keep it vague. This is all about her boyfriend, Brendan Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to ask you. Something I thought Jerry would be riled up about today. Uh, I can't remember. I'm trying to think. What I saw him going after monkey pox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> <laughs> there was some article about like the monkey pox vaccine or something like that. Right. Uh, or ways you can prevent uh, getting it. And Jerry goes, step one, stay away from orgies. No one said it would be easy. He's quite a guy. Craig has no reaction to that. Did you leave? Oh, boy. What happened? Am I alive? What's going on? Sorry about that. What the hell was that? I thought you heard me. I said one second. Jesus Christ. I asked you a question. <laughs> waited for a response. Sorry about that. I was like, I was like, oh, one second. Because someone was coming in here. But no. Oh, I was going on one of my patented rants. I didn't hear you. <laughs> what was the question? Oh, who knows? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, All right. This is where we, we got to get serious here. We're putting on our uh, fedoras with the card that says press in the front mm-hmm. and we're getting down to business revolver in the pocket. The, the, the fighter and the bull joined met, joined forces and Brian Cowan is in there too. And you can tell these guys, like I said, they didn't do a terrible job. I'm not going to pretend it was the worst podcast I ever heard, but you can tell these guys really want a mobster to like them. And they think like they can kind of envision themselves in the bada bing, like the, you know, Brendan, Brian, Sammy, these guys ain't so different. They're all from the neighborhood. Hey, Gabagool. So uh, let's dive into it. Where, where are we starting with these clips here? We're starting with Brandon. Uh, Brendan wants to be an expert. Yeah. Oh, well, should we? Oh, let's see. Should we start with the podcast or should we start with the mini series? Definitely the podcast and build up to that. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's a good idea. All right. Yeah. So we'll start with the miniseries. And this is an example of exactly what I was talking about. Brendan wants to show you how much he knows about the mafia, uh, how much work he did that Sammy's coming in. And as Royce Lopez taught us on why are you laughing? I mean, Brendan's a very hard worker. You know, he clearly doesn't just half ass anything and puts a lot of work in everything. So let's see how prepared he was for Sammy the bull put there. And they told me, John was a blessing. Oh, yeah. I said, what do you mean? He gave us the entire mafia, all five families, the whole thing, the whole, on a silver platter. Because the recordings at the... Because of the recordings, because of the way he dressed, the news media. But also he had everybody come kiss his ring. Like every every once a week. So this is where Brian is going to chime in with something he actually knows through his research. And Brendan is about to, to just throw his co-host under the bus for something Brendan is completely wrong about. Yeah, because I, I this is the one clip that I did watch in full. Yeah. Because I was like, ah, this is going to be fine. I can't wait to watch these. <laughs> I watched <laughs> I watched this one in full and I was like, oh, Brian actually knows what he's talking about. And then Brendan. Yeah, Brian's like, hey, Sammy, I did a little research. You and I can talk about this. And Brendan's like, nah, 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 bro. I got it. <laughs> no, B. <laughs> <laughs> 
They'd have to come to the rave nightclub. The whole, the entire, every everybody who was made and come and say hi on the street. But that's so the legal FBI, thing. Yeah, but the that, FBI is like, yeah, but that, but they're not going to bust them off that. But the Raven Eye Club, but they know the, who he is. No, know who these that, guys are. he didn't care about that. Be the, the Raven Eye Club was buff. <laughs> My favorite part is he he goes he didn't care about that when he could literally turn to his left and go, hey guy that spent all his time with Did him. Did he care about it? <laughs> what did he think go of back. this? If you could go back like 10 or 15 seconds, just because I want to tell you guys what they're arguing. I should set up a little better what they're talking about. They're basically what Brian's saying is that uh, the Fed or the FBI or whoever was watching uh, John Gotti was set up outside the Ravenite club, John Gotti's club. And we just take pictures all day of people coming and going and meeting outside um, so that they could basically say, hey, these are guys that socialize with John Gotti. These are clearly people that are meeting up with him because John Gotti did it in a way that, you know, other mobsters were pissed about because he would draw attention to himself by having these meetings in a public place. Um, So the FBI took advantage of that. What Brendan is saying is, Brian, they can't arrest you for going to a nightclub. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so why would they waste their time with that? Meanwhile, the guy, the reference, by the way, for hitmen, if you're thinking of a hitman, a hitman, you say Sammy the Bull Gravano. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting right there as these two are just having a, a you know, a Yenta like argument about it. John Gotti's vice president, essentially. <laughs> right. Come and say hi on the street, but that's so the legal FBI, thing. Yeah, but that, the FBI but the, is like, yeah, but that, but they're not going to bust them off that. But the Raven no, Eye Club, but they know the, who he is. No, know who that, he didn't care about that. Be the, the Raven Eye Club was bugged, and they knew it. But he would still go upstairs and talk about it. Like, yeah, that's a huge issue. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying that so many of these guys, the FBI, correct me if I'm wrong, Sammy, didn't they didn't they didn't even know who they were, but until they had they came out and now you're kissing John, they were like, Well, that guy's a that guy and that guy, and they See, just if a guy them. wasn't an important guy, we know he was there, but if he wasn't important enough that he was just doing his thing, he's under a captain, you're never gonna see that guy. He's not a well known guy. He's not gonna go sitting with the boss. What this did was take those guys who were never even really known. We knew who they were, but not the government. Now they're going there and reporting, like he's saying, kiss the ring. Not actually. Like he's saying. (laughs) It's weird. Almost verbatim what Brian said. (laughs) And I like Brian's very subtle, like, am I right or wrong here, Sam? Seeing as you lived it and Brendan Schaub suffers from CTE. Who's right on this one? (laughs) <laughs> so it's just funny how badly Brendan wants to be Brendan wants to be all things like he wants to be he wants to capitalize on the you know kind of douchebag goofball ah, I'm an idiot but he also wants to be perceived as very smart which he hasn't learned that's not possible you can't be both either you have to be the idiot you have to be you know kind of the punching bag which is fine or you can be like Joe Rogan, uh, perhaps a little more intellectual than, you know, whatever stereotype based around you would present. But the problem with these this Rogan crew, like Schaub and Callen has some of this, they want to be Rogan. They think like, well, I, if I do ayahuasca and talk about fucking, uh, you know, the government spying on us, then I'm also going to sound smart. And I'll have the biggest podcast in the world. <laughs> They have Joe Rogan syndrome, unfortunately. They sure do. Um, 
And uh, what's the next? It's called It's Too Long. Oh, well, yeah, let's just (laughs) let's just play this one. Um, I think you're right. I got a little information. Take them out. Music to my ear. (laughs) Music to my ear because I loved Frank and Chico. You're close with them, yeah? Very, super close. So tell me how you're going to do it. I'm not going to go through the whole story. It's no. too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, actually, let's play the last second of that real quick, just because I like Brian's. You know, Sammy, now that we've spoke for 20 minutes, you and I, come on, go ahead, tell him. And Sammy goes, no. And Brian Mealy goes, no, 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 that's okay. Don't worry. Tell him how you're going to do, gonna do it. I'm not going to go through the whole story. It's no. too long. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course. Why would you? Yeah. I wouldn't even expect it to, even though I just asked you. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it's funny. There's a few funny things in here. A, just the fact that they're talking to a mobster. And as the clips go on, the theme you'll see growing is we're just going to laugh about murder. We're talking to a murderer. And we're going to joke about killing people. And we don't see anything weird or uncomfortable about that. Because <laughs> we just want to be one of the guys. Now, uh, now we're getting into your favorite part, I think, already. Okay. Uh, this right. is solitary. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I mentioned this on the podcast last week. Uh, so I apologize if I spoiled this story for you. But I think it'll be better to hear Sammy tell it. Um, he was in solitary confinement for, I guess, six and a half years which is why I didn't even know they could do that. That seems like cruel and unusual punishment, no matter what you did. (laughs) But um, he was in solitary, basically. I think once in a while, as he says here, uh, he was visited by his wife and stuff like that. Um, But for the most part, he was alone. Now, I can think of a lot of things that would be horrible about that. Like I just said, I thought cruel and unusual. Um, You lose your mind. A man's not meant to be kept uh, you know, in the hole for six years, not talking to people. But Sammy has a different perspective on why it was so bad. <laughs> She's sitting there. I'm in a cage. She's in a cage and I'm eating fucking food with my hands and I don't even have nothing to wipe it on. With his wife, he's talking. I says, I, what a mistake this fucking visit is. I hit the buzzer a little bit. The female guard came up. What is it? I got to go to the bathroom. All right. Put your hands through the, the slot. I put my hands through. She cuffed my hands. I come out. She takes me in the hall. I walk down the hall. At the end of the hall, there's this chicken wire, like, you know, regular. Yeah. Around this area and a bowl against the wall. That's it. No barriers, no nothing. So I went in there, I uncuffed, she uncuffed me through a slot, and I went in, and I says, uh, could you go down the hall a little bit? She said, I have to stand here and watch. I said, I don't have to take a piss, I have to take a shit. Please, could you go down the hall? (laughs) I have to stand here, there's cameras there, I I can't walk away. Makes sense. (laughs) It's the first time in my life I shit in front of a woman. It was so fucking, I was demoralized. Yeah, that'll do it. 
<laughs> a lot there. First of all, the idea, Sammy, a guy who was in the mafia, dealt with a lot of shit, killed 19 people that the government knows about, at least, uh, went to jail. He was in jail for, I think his last stint here was 18 years or 19 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been in jail for a long time, has seen some shit every which way. Sammy Gravano has lived a life. And the one way he can describe to you the darkness of this lifestyle is can you imagine having to fart in front of a broad? <laughs> <laughs> it's demoralizing. And then fucking, you know, Goomba Shab over here. Oh, I hear you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I get you and me both. Now, meanwhile, my wife lives on uh, the other wing of the house, so I don't have to worry about that. I, but, but I understand your pain. I don't know if uh, that's clear enough, but if that's a drop, it's coming. What's I was demoralized. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll do it. <laughs> uh, what's next? Is he still talking about this uh, shitting, or does he move on? I think he moves on. It's called Take Me Out. Oh, yeah, okay. See, I love Sammy interviews. They're so fucking funny. He, so Sammy's an interesting guy to talk to, to listen to. Um, but what I think is more interesting about him is every once in a while, he reminds you he, he was a monster of a human being. Right. <laughs> he intimidated and bullied and killed people. Uh, you know, he cheated on his wife. He wasn't around for his kids, which believe me, we'll get to. But he's a good husband. He, he has some thoughts on that. <laughs> um, but, but it's bizarre, as much as he's an interesting guy to listen to, it's bizarre that this guy who confessed to murdering 19 people and doing, you know, committing a litany of other crimes. Uh, it just does a podcast telling you these stories and he's like, press like and subscribe to these videos. If you like what you saw, press <laughs> like. I mean, uh, Sammy the Bull and I are colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bizarre this fucking world is. <laughs> let's see. So right, let's hear what this is. You can't not, I hate a pedophile, but I'm going to become a pedophile. Yeah. Right. Just to, to, to punish him, I'm going to become him. So what would you do, Sammy? <clears throat> Kill him. Just take him out. Take them the fuck out. Save a lot of tax out. dollars. Tax dollars, a whole bunch of things. <laughs> and it, it, it'll be a more of a deterrent. Not that you're going to baby somebody for 20 fucking years and, and we're going to pay him a fortune just to feed him and yeah. keep him healthy yeah, and do all these fucking things. If he was that bad off and all these things, take him out. Take him the fuck out. Some okay. people don't belong breathing anymore. Okay. Now, and <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I don't care if it was me. And if you thought it, uh, I shouldn't be breathing, take me the fuck out. I would rather you take me out than do fucking 30 years or six and a half years, seven oh, years too. old. Give me the firing squad. Right. If I have to shoot from a right. female. How- <laughs> I forgot about that last part. <laughs> or he's still trying to relate to Sammy. So basically, if, they, if it wasn't clear in the context there, what they're talking about is basically um, like for, you know, pedophiles and things like that, instead of these people that are uh, beyond recovery, if that if they're deemed that, then just take them out rather than waste our tax dollars in jail. Now, you can have whatever opinions you want on that. But 
one opinion to have that's bizarre is like, hey, if it means not having to shit in front of a woman, I pray you put a bullet in my head. <laughs> Brendan, still trying to relate to that story. Like, Sammy, I don't shit in front of dames either. <laughs> right, Sammy? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of... Um, if you go back, our boy uh, Royce Lopez and Mersh on uh, Revenge of the Sis have covered Brendan ad nauseum, as they say. And one thing uh, they always point out that I I don't listen to the podcast enough to even really realize this part. We've made more fun of more of Brendan's stand-up yep. than we have the podcast. An aspect I wasn't really aware of, but listening to this, I was hyper aware of it, is that they are super like... Don't you dare call me gay. Oh, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a man's man. That's coming. They're very afraid. They're both, they're both, they have a weird, like, homoerotic energy, but also, like, if you even border on insinuating that they could be gay, all of a sudden the fucking, you know, goomba comes out of them. And for the people that are watching, just look how they're sitting. How they describe it to us, Um, the audio listeners. um, Gay. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. Yeah, so the fighter and the kid in very good show would be a good crossover episode. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, uh. Yeah, you are. No, uh. Just five children. <laughs> um, all right. What's next? Uh, the Aryan Brotherhood. Oh, yeah. So this is. Listen to how this is just breezed by. See this this I knew how this was going to come across but in terms of people that spend forever in jail this is like normal. Oh, I I understand self-preservation and all that. But just listen to how casually and this is a guy that is making money on fucking YouTube and Patreon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the same way I, I try to make my money. That's how Sammy the Bull makes his money these days. And this is something he just kind of tosses aside like, yeah, that was that was the life. Sammy, were you ever worried in prison they were going to try and get in there? Even not even uh, mafia business, but just in general. I got along in prison so fucking good. It was amazing. I get along with people. Yeah, I was <laughs> I have Odin on my arm. The, the ABs allowed me brother. to put that the Aryan Brotherhood because I became very friendly with. <laughs> hey, listen, we're friends. We're, we're pals. <laughs> hey, uh, I know when you guys get done with that, you know, thing you're doing to that group over there. Can you tattoo my arm, please? Yeah, you know, he, to be fair, he goes on to say he also made fr- a fun of, uh, uh, made friends with like uh, black gangs and things like that as a way of self-preservation. But it's very funny for a show like The Fighter and the Kid that went after Shane Gillis <laughs> and said that he should have been fired from SNL. It's very funny to just watch the hypocrisy of watching a man that could kill them if he wanted to with ease. And be like, oh, don't, Sammy, please, I'm glad you're friends with the Aryan Brotherhood. They're a great group of guys over there. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't know at what age he stops being scary, because you would think that if Shab just spazzed, he could take everyone out within, like, Oh, we'll get there. He may uh, threaten to at some point. Oh, God. (laughs) And, you know, you did something. You cheated your partner. You did this. You did that. This is, um... Brendan rationalizing uh, murder. (laughs) 
Yeah, this I I think at some point you you'll hear, and I think we have a clip that probably perfectly encapsulates Brendan kind of realizing the things that I'm pointing out, <laughs> like oh we are sitting across from a legitimate. Like a bad guy. <laughs> if you listen to Sammy, if you listen to his podcast and all that, he will convince you that like he's not. Ah, he was just living the life. It was Cosa Nostra. He only killed guys that deserved it, basically. But then if you look a little more into Sammy, it's like when he was witness in, in witness protection, he got right into dealing drugs and all kinds of shit. So it's like he was no Boy Scout, <laughs> put it that way. And I think Brendan is coming to that realization slowly but surely as this podcast goes on. It's guilt. It's your own guilt. Yeah, that's why you feel like So that. you're walking around. I wonder if he knows. I wonder if he found yeah. out. Why does he want to talk to me? Why does he want to talk to me alone? Why does he want me in the back room? That'd be it's exhausting. your own fear. Yeah. yeah. It's you. It's I, your I, guilt. I, to this day, I hate it. If I get a so call, I never, call I never fucked anybody or lied or bullshit. I don't do that. I mean, I kill people, but I didn't do that shit. <laughs> in other words, it, you it kill was, bad people. It was never a thing. Yes. I, business moves. In, yeah, in, business not business move. moves, but closing mm-hmm. Austria moves. But, if which if we're going to make a deal, I always live up to my deal with you. Yeah. You know, some. <laughs> a few things in there. <laughs> I never, I never fucked anybody. I mean, I killed people, but you know. <laughs> yeah. And those people probably felt pretty fucked, Sammy. <laughs> but you hear Brendan begging, like, I mean. The, the bad guys, right, Sam? It's, and it's, he's like, well, not exactly. <laughs> it's just, he goes, it's just a business move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what Shaw did to Callan when those accusations came out. So True. <laughs> Whack them no, I will good. say, as my, like, again, I'll be fair with Brendan. Um, you got to give him credit. He uh, kind of threw Callan under the bus immediately, but then, like, came around pretty quickly. Not a lot of guys would have had Brian Callan back on their podcast after he went through the allegations he went through. Not a lot of guys have. Exactly, yeah. So you got to give Shaw some kind of credit, I guess. Unless um, Callan's guilty, and then Shaw is just coddling a rapist. But that's for another podcast, I suppose. Uh, this next clip is called Pulling Back. Yeah, so this is kind of what I'm talking about, where you hear Brendan a little bit like, oh boy, I forgot exactly what this guy has done in his life. <laughs> you've heard uh, you've heard his podcast, right, Sammy's? Oh, yeah. Uh, Box Eating Dad says, uh, uh, I never fucked anybody. I mean, I held a guy captive in the back of a truck for 12 hours before I killed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he wasn't fucked. He's dead now, so he can't. He's not going to bitch about it. And then he fell in love with him, and then he had to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I, that was that was a, a gut wrenching story. It was a great story when he like bonded with that guy. Was that Frankie Flowers or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Good story. Yeah, that was that. And again, that's a that's a hell of a story. But that is one thing about Sammy the Bull. I forget where I was talking about this recently, but like, um, you know, there are stories like I have a buddy that told a a story once where I could tell he was not lying. Like he, this is how his memory worked, but the way he told the story, he had flipped our roles in it. So he was telling the story as if he was me and I was him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like, that's how the memory can really fuck you up. 
but Sammy talks about these stories with such certainty and will tell you what a good guy he is. And it's like, listen, Sammy, I kind of believe, I believe that's how you think it happened. No, you, you, you can I tell like some of these people might've, they could, they could add a little perspective to it. You can tell when he knows, um, when he, when he knows, you know, he's gone too far or this isn't going to look good. And he'll, he'll say something yeah. and he goes, but you know, that's, that was the mob. That's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> I know some of you right, think of, Brendan. Think we're a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear Brendan back away ever so gently here. You don't, you don't miss the life. Yeah, because before you answer that, I was gonna say like you know a lot of people talk about the downfall of the Gambino crime family and all that stuff. To me, and in, in the movies too, like whether it's Goodfellas, Casino, I don't watch to the end. I like the begin blow. I like the begin and like when you oh, guys, it had been lie. Well, I don't think it's a lie because I think this is the kind of intellectual guy we're dealing with. He hasn't watched Goodfellas to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan probably can't keep up with it. You know what? I'm done. What? What is- I, like, I like, I like, well, it's definitely, you're actually right. It definitely is a lie because there's no way he turns on Goodfellas or blow and gets halfway through and says, I don't want them to turn bad. As soon as Ray Liotta's in the shower, pounding the wall, going, Jimmy! He shuts it off. All right, movie's <laughs> over. <laughs> he never blames Karen for anything. Yeah. I'm sure they sold those drugs. <laughs> I'm going out. Now without your keys, you're not. Brendan's just like, I can't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to be bad guys. <laughs> I can't watch this. Yeah, I don't want them to be bad guys in the movie that starts with them shooting someone that's in the fucking trunk of their car. <laughs> he just ignored the stabbing um, thing. <laughs> no, when, yeah, when, right. when De Niro goes the hoof, he, Brendan just goes, "Jeez." <laughs> <laughs> he's just not my guys. He just grimaces. Ugh. Not, not <laughs> Hank Hill and the gang. <laughs> A couple more of these. I'm shutting this off, Mom. <laughs> all right so brendan yeah as craig pointed out brendan has the guy to ask about the mafia and callan answers asks a question and brendan says before you answer sammy let me give my perspective on it mr life yeah because before you answer that i was gonna say like (laughs) you know a lot of people talk about the downfall of the gambino crime family all that stuff to me, and in the movies too, like whether it's Goodfellas, Casino, I don't watch to the end. I like the begin blow. I like the begin, and like when you guys, it had been so fun. I think you guys in like that rave in your the social club there and just doing your thing, you guys in suits. Time. That kind of defines how Brendan is able to get through this interview, because mm-hmm. his mind go like when Sammy, the things that Sammy went to jail for and everything. That's when Brendan turned off the movie, as it were. <laughs> he doesn't listen to those. <laughs> I know, you know what's like fun. I just pretend I just pretend it doesn't happen. So then they're then they're good guys. I know what's fun about the mob. I could ask this guy what he enjoyed about the mob and get the actual answer from the actual guy, but I know what's fun about the mob. Right. And that's really defines Brendan's personality where he's like, Hey, I'm watching these guys have a fun freewheeling lifestyle. I'll never ask how they got to that position. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never once ask, "Ah, I wonder why that lifestyle is so easy. How do they make so much money? I never want to know if he was driving around Brooklyn with a dead body on his lap. I never want to know that. (laughs) If I never see Pesci get buried in the desert, I guess it didn't happen. (laughs) 
Yeah. If uh, if Nick there in Casino doesn't watch his brother get his head bashed in with a bat and buried alive, <laughs> you know. All right. What's up? And then I listen to your podcast, and you're talking about one time you and John Gotti went to this restaurant or bars, and there's girls there, and John sends you over to pick up the girls. They're pretty girls. You go over to them, but their dads are somewhere in another crime family, so you're like, we can't do this, John. And it's like, I, I mean, obviously, you guys weren't short on girls and people that liked you because it's so much power. I bet it was so fun, man. Besides, it like, was, killing them. There was definitely times oh God, that, we gotta that go it's back. fun. I know. That's why. Power. I bet it was so fun, man. It's besides like killing all the time. Was de- there was definitely oh, pause one second. <laughs> Just go back a little bit. But again, so for a guy that uh, sued our boy Scion Z <laughs> for for suggesting that there was video uh, that proved Brendan was cheating on his wife, and also sued uh, or threatened to sue the Trash Tuesday girls for suggesting he may have cheated on his wife. Or wanted to cheat on his wife. <laughs> it's very interesting to listen to a podcast where a guy, time and time again, has one of the most notable mobsters in the history of the Italian mafia or the New York mafia, and and keeps asking him. But the girls, bro, like how many? <laughs> that that's what really appeals to me is all the sluts you guys had on call. I would never cheat on my wife, but it seems like so much fun to cheat on my wife. <laughs> I never cheat on my wife, but the one thing that appeals to me about your lifestyle is how many whores you fucked. <laughs> so, so let's let's hear Brendan sum up the mafia. <laughs> you go over to them, but their dads are somewhere in another crime family, so you're like, we can't do this, John. And it's like, I, I mean, obviously, you guys weren't short on girls and people that liked you because it's so much power. I bet it was so fun, man. Besides, there like, was, killing all the time. Was de- there was definitely times that are, that is fun. That's why the people love the mafia. Correct. People, legitimate guys. There's guys who are tough guys who are not killing people and not in the mafia. They're tough guys, and they love that because it's they almost that's almost in them themselves. Yeah, could be in you a little bit, him or a guy, him. It could be in anybody, really. I don't know. So they no, no. Well, well, I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My man. <laughs> you, listen to the difference in the voice where Brendan was having so. Oh, all the girls you fucked, Sam. All oh, the puss. You were wrist deep in snatch all day, every day. And he's like, well, yeah, what you got to do is, you know, you got to kill a few people. But uh, I think everyone has that in them. You probably got it in you. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny to hear a moment where Brendan realized you so you can, if you look close enough I think you can actually see the light bulb go off above his head like, he's, he's like is that how he made his money <laughs> yeah you know what you know what Brendan I think you could uh, and he's just like no 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 they go they go after me enough on reddit i don't need this please don't say i could kill someone i don't need reddit coming after me with a gun oh i like the silence to not even have fun with that because it's dawning on him oh we have just laughed with a mobster for Close to an hour at this point. <laughs> this is the uh, <laughs> this is the world's greatest tag clip. 
<laughs> so, so, so this uh, is now where Sammy describes to you what a what a gem of a partner and father he was uh, in his in his humble abode. It's just so strange. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a, a weird. It's an extreme lifestyle in a way. But, uh, but I think too another point uh, is why uh, when Brian said you're coming on, I was happy because again, I listen to your pod. I think too, like you've always been family first. Like you would take, you know, do your mafia business during the day, but you'd come home and you'd be with the kids. Like oh, you're a good dad. I, I lived two lives for sure. I was a good father, a good husband. He was talking to his son. He was talking to. I thought that was you. That was Brian Cowan talking over him. <laughs> <laughs> This is the best line that Sammy makes the whole time. Good husband. He was talking to his son. He was talking to his son today. Even though I cheated, but I was a good husband and a good father. (laughs) (laughs) What's the the interesting thing about Sammy is like he has to get that out. Like Brian talked over it the first time. And he's like, I'll tell you, I cheated, but I was a damn good husband. I'll tell you again. (laughs) It's like, I'd like to ask your wife if she agrees with that. But when you, you know, got divorced from (laughs) (laughs) that, he's still, you know, Poor That's woman. the hilarious thing about a lot of these guys, these old school, uh, you know, fucking men are men and women are women type of guys where it's like, hey, I might have fucked around, but I was a goddamn good provider. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all she needs. My kids love me. <laughs> Which it seems like it's true. I guess his, uh, I think his daughter works with him and I know he's very, like, as Brian just said, he talked to his son on the phone, which must mean they're close. Yeah, I think they like. Run, I think his kids run his business now. Right. Oh no. Well, his kids may have a part in it, but he also refers. I didn't include the clip, but he refers to Sammy's angels that work for him. Yeah, the, the two. <laughs> you, I think there's there's three girls that like run his shit for him, and he uh, very casually refers to them as Sammy's angels, which I'm sure they just love. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> this next one is uh, keep up, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, Brendan just literally loses. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a great clip to define Brendan Chubb. Wife, the wife came out and she says, "Could I help you?" I said, "I bought the house over here. I'm Sammy, Sammy the Bull. You know who I am?" Oh yes. Pause yes. one second. Yeah, you know. There's, so there's actually there's actually two things in this clip. There's a Brendan getting completely lost and just not realizing through context how this is obviously going down. <laughs> but also what's happening here is uh, Sammy moves into like a nice neighborhood. Um, they keep referencing, I guess he moved next to Barnes of Barnes and Noble. Like so a, a very well to do neighborhood in uh, I think he says Staten Island. And um, Sammy's kids are playing with the the neighborhood kids, and some of the parents don't like that because they know that he's Sammy the Bull. So he goes over to confront the wife, I guess. I hope you are. So I bought the house over here. I'm Sammy, Sammy the Bull. You know who I am? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, you know who I am. Because you're not allowing your children to play with my children because of me. You want to know something? Get the fuck out of my way. Get your husband. <laughs> Get your fucking husband to come here. He's reading a book. Friendly so, <laughs> and finally, I mean, it was. I, I, it's kind of scary. Uh, yeah, well, it was scary. Oh, I'd shit my pants. It was right, scary. Right? Oh, my kids will play with kids. No, then I'm the guy came over. to the door and he said, What happened? And I said, She won't allow the kids to play with my kids because I'm a gangster. Bro, you know what? I don't want my kids playing with your kids, but I want you to move. Sell your fucking house and get out of here. 
He said that to you? I said it to him. Oh, gotcha. He said it to me. He would have been dead. He would have been number 20. Hardcore, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I tell him that bullshit and whatever. Callan's face. <laughs> For those watching, you go back. I want to hear that. I want to hear that part again. Oh, Callan's face Brent, is so fucking funny. I just love, and it kind of gets lost with Sammy's just brilliantly accurate response. <laughs> um, but I like Shab asking, "Oh, really? The Barnes and Noble guy threatened to kill you?" <laughs> and Sammy assures him, "No, no, no, Brendan." <laughs> And to much to many many's surprise, it actually went the other way. I I did threaten the man. <laughs> Bro, you know what? I don't want my kids playing with your kids, but I want you to move. Sell your fucking house and get out of here. He said that to you? I said it to oh, him. Oh, gotcha. He said it to me. He would have been dead. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, been number 20. Hardcore, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I tell him that bullshit and whatever. Cowan just puts his hand in his face. And it's very funny. <laughs> I, I wish Sammy just elaborated for them. And he's like, well, you know, since you got a little lost there, Brendan, what I mean by that is he would be the 20th person I have murdered in my life. <laughs> as, he, as he laughs about it casually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would have killed the guy if he said that. Too. I would have put him in the ground. I don't, I don't condone that, McFuss Daddy. He says Sammy talks a lot of shit for a rat. I don't condone that. Uh, yeah, listen, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> well, we've already made fun of him enough. We can say whatever we want. No, pretty much, we've right? been making fun of Brendan this entire time. Yeah, yeah. We've only made fun of Brendan. We haven't said it's ridiculous that he's doing this on podcasts and laughing about it. Oh, I might be the only safe person. <laughs> I'll never shit in front of a woman. <laughs> I'll keep my dignity. <laughs> I got diarrhea. Yeah, so I, that's another thing about Sammy is like the way he describes how it went down with him and Gotti. I don't think of him as a rat because Gotti essentially ratted on Sammy, basically, or gave him up, is at least how Sammy describes it. But. He does do a lot of talking. <laughs> um, this one is fun with guns. Oh, yeah. It's just a, it's a, a heck of a time. This is what I was talking about before, where Sammy makes a little joke, and then you immediately realize, well, maybe there's a little truth in Sammy's comedy. <laughs> Sammy, did, didn't you threaten the neighbor, too? Wouldn't you like you'd be ashamed? Didn't you, didn't you threaten him? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Listen, you'd be I, ashamed I, if you went missing. Anything is worked out. Wait, when did you do and that? And then he realized. When did like, you do that? Because that guy's not part of the business. Sam was like, "What am I doing here, dude?" Oh, you, you did that with the Barnes and Noble guy. Or yeah, Mister oh. yeah. Barnes got dealt with. Oh, yeah. you did. You said that. Be shame. Yeah, yeah. That's be a shame if all these books burned down. That's scary as shit. Yeah. Hold on a second. So, See, we were talking about how you can't be a gangster anymore, like with cameras. Pause one second, Craig. And just go back a little bit. But I just like Brendan saying it'd be that, that's his tough guy. Yeah. It'd be a shame if all these books burned down. <laughs> it's like, how about the store, Brendan? <laughs> I don't think he would just take the individual books. <laughs> He's so dumb. He's like, he did start drinking halfway through this. Oh, did he? Yeah. Ah, they're just having a merry time. <laughs> Sammy looks so pissed in this still shot right now. Like, why am I fucking here? I'm surprised. Well, Sammy's having a good time, I guess. I'm surprised Sammy doesn't have a liquor of his own. No shit, right? You know, the bull whiskey or something like that. <laughs> you want to drink like a gangster? 
<laughs> Come Nev. See what's uh, uh what the fuck do they call uh, booze and rest like fancy restaurants? Oh, um, not uh, not spirits, is it? Yes, our Sammy Spirits or some shit. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> oh, you did. You said that. Be shame. Yeah, yeah. That's it'd be a shame if all these books burned down. That's scary as shit. <laughs> yeah, burned down. So, See, we were talking about how you can't be a gangster anymore. Like with cameras and the way shit is now. It's just different. Like it's they have just to different. move different, right? Yeah, you can't threaten people with violence now, right? Yeah. I mean, you can, but... Peyton. Yeah? Show them the 38. She had a She's your hit. She's the one who cares. Don't think it She's the one who cares. She's the one. I assume. I knew it because she was so quiet. Oh, you got her doing the dirty work. It'd be funny if she took her wig off. I'm like, this not like That's just a hot looking guy. You see that movie where she takes out two guns? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Sammy. He's always behind. He's always got one step ahead of you. They just shit themselves. To take a out of the gun. <laughs> they just shit themselves a little. Sammy has been on his show explaining that the 38 is his favorite gun to kill someone with. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, nah. he jokes, uh, take it out, and then she kind of like starts to move it. He goes, no, 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 don't. I'm just messing around. <laughs> but if things go poorly here, <laughs> I mean, it could at any moment with him. That's the fucking wild thing. Yeah, and everybody's just having a good laugh about it. It's all fun. It's all fun games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's next? Let's see. We got coming down to the last couple. I think we got. Yeah, we got three left. Uh, this one's called "So Cool." Oh yeah, this is something they define as "so cool." Brendan says. <laughs> I believe Brendan's the one that says, this is really cool. I did a thing. I did a gig in Tennessee. Well, there was a big sh a show we did and, uh, and everything. And then we went to dinner with a whole bunch of fairly wealthy guys. And they were paying to sit and talk and have dinner. So I was eating spaghetti and I had a spoon and the fork and I'm twirling the pasta. Rich and guy's talking to your ears off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sounds this one rich that. guy from England says... Uh, I'd like to ask you a question. All right, and I'm twirling. He says, tell me how you felt right after the murder. What kind of feelings did you have after you killed someone? I think that might be a murder, yeah. So I said, well, and I stopped twirling. I said, I'll tell you this way. I could turn around right now, put a bullet right in your fucking head and blow your fucking head wide open and you fall on the floor. I'm gonna call the waiter. I'm gonna tell the waiter, get this out of here and uh, clean it up. And bring me some Parmesan And go cheese. right back into twirling my, yeah. My, yeah. my pasta and put it in my mouth. Yeah. The whole table, which yeah. they all busted out laughing. <laughs> Even the English guy, he says, that's so fucking cool. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> oh, Brian was the one that said that. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. The fact that you could you know, just shoot an innocent person, blow their brains out just for no real reason. And then go back to eating your pasta. So cool. That's really cool to the two strangers you're in the room with. <laughs> Here's uh, the one we, we uh, hinted at earlier. It's called we ain't gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, this is, this is the fighter and the kid energy met with the mafia energy. So that is uh, completely hetero. God forbid. <laughs> There's even a whiff of uh, homoerotic energy. So much hetero. 
Yeah, there is. There's a progressive thing about Sammy. He'll order a a vanilla latte with a cinnamon sprinkle. I'm like, I'm dying. That, oh, that's the burrito. Like, is that cinnamon bowl? I'm not the putting the earliest shit on, in dude. the world. Like Sammy the Bull. He's like, I'll get a swirl. Get the caramel swirl with the, <laughs> no, the burrito. I'm like, ah, I'm not getting Sammy the Bull caramel. Yeah, yeah. I want some. I want no, some sprinkles. I refuse to give Sammy the Bull a fucking pumpkin latte. The fucking guy recognized me. He goes, Callan. All right, man. Wow. I'm like, yeah. This isn't my fucking drink. Like, this isn't Sammy the Bull. This Sammy the Bull's drink. Sammy yeah. the Bull got the latte with almond milk. Mine's the black coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, list more examples, guys. I think we got it. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan and Brian tripping over themselves. A, kind of calling Sammy a pussy, which is an odd move. They were calling him gay. <laughs> <laughs> but also being like, yeah, if you have flavoring in your drink, clearly you're gay. Like, what are we, in eighth grade, guys? Jesus Christ. Everyone knows cinnamon's glitter of the food world. I'm not giving Sammy caramel. It's like why? <laughs> I wouldn't. A, I would. I wouldn't put caramel in Sammy's coffee either myself, though. Because like, what if? What uh, if? Of course, that's where. What if? That's where the fighter and the kid and very good show crossover. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um. So this last this is the last one. This is uh, Sammy talking about a potential Oscar victory for the boy over here. <laughs> yeah, so this is what we're all here for. He's on to promote the Salvatore, which I don't Awful quite understand name. the name. Awful name. It's a re- really bad name, especially when your nickname is The Bull. Yeah, you know? it's called The Bull. Um, yeah, or Gravano or or just Salvatore instead of The Salvatore. Well, a litany of names they could have used, but I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of copyright issue or something. Who knows? Uh, because this seems to be sort of a, you know, a bare bones operations. I think Sammy's doing it himself. So he's pro- pro- uh, promoting this mini series that I guess he's doing just on his website. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Sammy has high hopes for this kind of uh, this kind of a project. You didn't want the no. Attention. And he goes, no. now I'm a fucking like basically everybody wants a piece of me. He's got meetings right after this. He's got meetings with big Hollywood producers. But, but right I, now. Yeah. I think imagine you now I, I win any kind of an award. So it's got me thinking, <laughs> what the fuck would you say or do? Oh, Hollywood's going to be clapping. Oh. Iotis to John Gotti. <laughs> 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 if he didn't fuck yeah. me, I would have never been there. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of uh, funny, actually. <laughs> it is. But, but I like Brendan assuring him, oh, they'll, get, they'll give you the award. <laughs> uh, no, he, he was right, though. They would be like, oh, great job. Yeah. <laughs> Way to I don't go. think they'd ever dominate. You know what? That would be hilarious if Sammy got. First of all, I don't think he qualifies for the Oscars if it's an online miniseries. But how but fucking we'll, funny would that be, though, if someone was like, "I just want to thank John Gotti." <laughs> 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 but Sammy, Sammy has high hopes for this. So if you're wondering, he kind of answered it there. If you're asking yourself, "Oh, Sammy's producing a miniseries," no, no. He is starring in a miniseries. I think I, I gave you a heads up on this like a little while ago. I'm like, yeah. you mentioned it to me. I didn't really know. I, to be fair, uh, you know, to give you proper credit, I just assumed you were wrong because the way you <laughs> described it, the way you described it didn't make any sense to me. You said you saw Sammy acting yeah. <laughs> and like shooting someone, which would imply in my mind, I was like, well, there's no way they're going to have current day Sammy the Bull play young Sammy the Bull. That wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> well, it turns out this is sort of like, I guess 
correct me if I'm wrong here, a continuation of his life in an alternate universe. That's what I think. I'm going to really pay attention to this viewing of it. Yeah. So I guess this is like if Sammy the Bull didn't, um, you know, turn his life around and continue down the road of the Cosa Nostra, um, then I guess this is what would have happened to him, what we're about to watch. <laughs> let's, let's take a peek at the Salvatore. <laughs> Let me tell you guys a fucking story. (laughs) That was written down. (laughs) I forgot about that. Sorry. Let me tell you guys a fucking, uh, I don't know, a story, I guess. Let me tell you guys a fucking story. (laughs) This is the trailer, right? (laughs) Yeah, this is the trailer that that they put out. Let me tell you guys a fucking story. Every killer has a rhythm, a plan. You still got it? (laughs) I agree with you. It's just business. By the way, real quick, uh, just an alert to any, you know, super woke social justice warriors out there. If you continue demanding that you have to be trans to play trans roles, you have to be gay to play gay roles. You have to be uh, from the specific country to play that role. What you're also going to get eventually is you'll need to be Sammy the bull. If you are going to play a mafia hitman, (laughs) just be aware of that. If we want everything to be authentic, I was going to say, or you're just going to have to have mobsters playing the mobsters in the movie. But in Goodfellas, a lot of them were. So rest in peace, Tony Sirico. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out, Tony Sirico. I just got out of prison. Most of my money was gone. My family was killed. My life was upside down. This is where I was like, wait a minute, that didn't happen. Right. I was like, I don't think his family died. Did they? Did I I miss something? I was more like, what the fuck is this when it showed him shoot a guy in the back of the head already? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, that's where I was going with it. Sammy the Bull Gravano's family found dead in their home. They were a part of the witness protection program. Take a look at these. I try to pull away from my life. I try to change my life. Maybe I can't. Maybe this is exactly Joey DeMeo. Come on. <laughs> a fucking hunter, a killer. What I'm waiting for after this is a success is the Comedy Central roast of Sammy the Bull. <laughs> oh, well, it showed it showed the guy that killed his family, and his name was Joey DeMeo. I'm like, are you just trying to insinuate that Roy DeMeo? Roy DeMeo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is uh, someone in Anthony Cumia's world's... Uh, Keith the Cop. Keith the Cop's cousin. He's related to Keith the yeah. Cop, yes. That's very funny. They look exactly the fucking same. It's frightening. <laughs> like, scary. <laughs> yeah. Is Roy DeMeo the one... Who had a link to the Iceman? Um, sort of. The Ice In Man, the movie, anyways, they portrayed as that. Yeah, the Iceman lied a lot. A lot. <laughs> oh, he certainly did. Yeah, that's why. 
That's why I, th- I asked that. But Roy, Roy yeah, De- the movie was a complete lie, I guess. Roy DeMeo is responsible for about like 250 murders. Um, yeah, he was a real madman. He had a crew that would just kill a guy and like dismember it in like minutes. <laughs> I wonder if that's artistic to let us know that Roy DeMeo did something to Sammy's family or if it's just lazy. He's like, I don't know, fucking uh, Joe DeMeo. <laughs> I don't know, uh, Ron Gotti. <laughs> Uh, This Ron Gotti's no good We should take him out And his son absolutely sucks (laughs) He's too flamboyant He talks to the media all the time He's causing too much attention I didn't say John Ron Gotti (laughs) I like you better I kill people. You protect. Do your fucking job. They took away everything I loved. I need to eat these fucking people. (laughs) What? July 6th, SammyTheBull.com. That's out. Well, it didn't make it. It's not not out, I don't think. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But is that a phrase? I need to eat these people? He says that um, a lot. Okay. All right, because that that was when I was like, maybe this, maybe I missed something, and this is like a zombie movie he's making, <laughs> <laughs> which would be tremendous. But this feels like maybe kind of rounding out the week here on. Oh, why am I hearing myself? You can oh. hear. Um, rounding out the week here on the the Blind Mike Project Patreon. If you go to blindmike.net, it feels like one day we might have to watch Quincy. And once these come out, I, we're going to have to at least watch the first episode. They're out. They are out. Yeah, I have to log in. All that's on his YouTube is him bitching about how they're not out yet. Um, log into Vimeo. It's just on Vimeo. Well, I'll figure, I'll figure this out, but it looks like they're all up on his website. Oh, and they're all out. They dropped it once. There's five of them up, at least. I think that I think there's only five. I forget if there's five or six. I think there might be six. I thought I heard yeah. six. <laughs> so. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, we wait. might have One, to give two. these a watch. There's three available now. There's five total. Three are out. Uh, four and five are coming soon, it says. Fantastic. That's very exciting. Uh, so if you want us to watch this and, and break it down, let me know. Message me on or leave something in the comments on Patreon. Um, you can go to blindmike.net. That's where you can sign up for the Patreon. Um, like I said, if you want all content, then I recommend you become a VP or a board member um, on Patreon. But like I said, if it's too rich for your blood, don't worry about it. I understand. Um, any support is appreciated from uh, all the gearheads. And if you don't want to support the show financially, just give us a review, five star review. Subscribe on YouTube, um, leave comments and likes there. All of that stuff helps the algorithm, blah, blah, blah. Support the show, basically, is what I'm saying. Tell a friend in whatever way you can support uh, this program and why you laughing, do so. And uh, you can do the same for the Craigster, all you Craigheads out there, at verygoodshow.org is their website. Yeah. Patreon there. Live tonight, if you're watching live. Oh, well, fantastic. Um... All right. I feel like I had something else. But I guess that's it for now. And uh, 
We'll hear from Michael Franzese to end the show. Goodbye, everybody. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?